Hey, what's up guys? BC Mitten slash Dire Night Gaming here for another round of Podcasting Frenzy. Today I'm I'm wanting to discuss uh, Marvel's The Punisher, which is available on Netflix. It is the Netflix original series after all, so I guess that does make sense. Anyway, The Punisher stars John Bernthal's Frank Castle slash The Punisher. Now... He is reprising his role from season two of Daredevil, also a Netflix original show. And let me tell you, John Bernthal, if you're not familiar with him, then maybe you're familiar with his work on The Walking Dead as Shane. Shane was killed off, if I'm not mistaken, at the end of, towards the end of season two or three. Can't really remember. Memory's a little fuzzy when it comes to The Walking Dead, you know, so forgive me for that, folks. But, anywho... John Bernthal, he plays Frank Castle once more, and he is amazing, guys, let me tell you. He just, he kicks butt every step of the way, and his interpretation of the Punisher is just spot on. Now, if you're not familiar with this Punisher's background story, he is a former Marine who comes home and... He's spending time with his family. He's trying to get back to basics of civilian lifestyle. And his family is brutally gunned down by a bunch of mobsters. Now, that is horrible. That is just absolutely horrible. I could not imagine something like that happening, guys. But, unfortunately, it does. And what happens is Frank... Frank is shot in the head, but he somehow survives. He wakes up, and he tries to take vengeance and revenge on on the people responsible for his wife and two kids' death. Which happens uh, as part of a plot line of season two of Daredevil. Now, he does succeed. Now, The Punisher season one is... The premise of it is Frank Castle trying to cope... With life after, you know, dismantling the mob that is that was responsible for killing his family. And also trying to cope without his family being there by his side. He takes on a new identity, uh, Pete Castiglione. You know, he, he does construction work, all that kind of stuff. But all that starts to crumble when even Moss Bachrock who plays Micro or David Lieberman. He's a former NSA analyst. This guy is a hacker that just does not know how to quit. He he watches Frank for a while, and eventually they end up partnering up together to bring down corruption that is in New York City. Now... If you're looking for this action-packed, you know, blood and guts and gore and cussing galore, well, you'll get the blood and guts and cussing galore, but you won't get the action-packed all the way through. It is a slow burn, and it works so well. John Bernthal and Bachrock, which is Frank Castle and Micro, respectively, they play off each other so well. There's so many hilarious scenes with each other because Micro is so... He's so awkward because he has 
been pretending to be dead from his wife and son and daughter for a little over a year by the time he contacts Frank Castle and they team up together. All because he had stumbled upon a video of an Arab man being murdered by a a small group of Marines. And so, because of that, he's on the run. And because he's so smart, he knows how to hide himself. Now, uh, fast forward to Ben Barnes' character, which is Billy the Butte Russo, also known as Jigsaw. Jigsaw is just, you know, they don't refer to him as that at any point in this show any point. But you know who he is because of his name and, and the fact that he's called the Butte. Anybody who knows the Punisher and Spider-Man comics knows who Billy the Butte Russo is. They all know he's Jigsaw. Now, these are going to be spoilers, guys, so I would I would definitely recommend you watching the show before you listen to this podcast. By the end of this season... Billy the Butte Russo is not really going to be able to be called the Butte for much longer. He, you know, the Punisher does a number on him. And what's funny about that is the fact that Billy and Frank, in this iteration of the Punisher, served in the Marines together. More specifically, they served in a Marine Corps project called Cerberus. It was a secret black ops, CIA-ran group that went after high-value targets, tortured them, murdered them, all that stuff. Well, you can imagine that when Micro's character comes across the video of this Arab man that I spoke of before being murdered... You can imagine all kinds of hijinks that happens. And let me tell you, crap goes down in a very big way by the time episode 8 rolls around. Things really start picking up. You really you really get the sense that, you know, Frank is finally get back, getting back into the swing of things of being the Punisher. And guys, if you're looking forward to this show you haven't seen it and you think he's going to be donning the Punisher vest like immediately that's not the case that's not going to happen that does not happen till around episode 10 yes and the entire time you know Frank Castle is trying to dodge Amber Rose Revaz character which is Dinah Madani, which is a Homeland Security agent. Well, this Homeland Security agent, she is smart as crap. And she manages to track down Castle. She manages to track down Micro. They they have this working relationship with each other that, you know, you can sense that there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of distrust there. And with good reason, too. I mean, you know, the Punisher, he is a little bit of a murderer. He's an anti-hero, but, you know, nonetheless... He kills. He doesn't He doesn't just sit there and bind up somebody's wrist and expect you to just take them to jail. No. He, he will straight up just pull a pistol out and he will 
do what needs to be done. And, you know, a lot of people don't agree with that. He comes, he comes at odds many times with Daredevil and Spider-Man, all, all of them, Captain America, everybody in the comics. Well, in the Punisher show, you don't have Daredevil. You don't have Captain America. You don't have Spider-Man. It's Frank with Micro, and Micro tries to ground him. Micro tries to tell him, you know, maybe we should try things a different way. Maybe we shouldn't do blood and gore and death all the time. And I'm going to tell you right now, Frank gets the crap beat out of him so many times, it's a wonder he's alive. You know, and that that is just, that is amazing to me. That is the man who is determined to see things through. And at one point, you think that the Punisher is going to die. But he doesn't. He manages to be saved in the nick of time. All for the final confrontation with Billy Russo, a.k.a. Jigsaw. Jigsaw earns that moniker at the end of their fight. And it's all because Billy and Frank were best friends in, in the Marines. And it turned out that Billy was a part of the nastiness and the corruption that Project Cerberus represented all along. And may have even had a hand in what happened to Frank's family. That was just, that was mind-blowing, guys, let me tell you. This season was amazing. If you're looking for some dark, quote-unquote, superhero show, then... The Punisher is for you. If you're looking for blood and gore, The Punisher is for you. If you're looking for just a fantastic story with great characters and a cast, this show is definitely for you. Now, we know that Daredevil most likely is going to get a season three. Let, let's let's face it, Daredevil Daredevil started it all for Netflix's you know uh, superhero TV series. We do know that Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist are getting a season two. And it is very likely that we are going to see the Punisher season two. There are rumors going around that it could be this year that we'll see Punisher two. But we know for a fact we're going to get it. We're going to get it. If not this year, then we'll get it sometime next year. And that is great. Now I want to talk to you about something. Jigsaw is in a coma. And as, and the doctors say that they don't know if if he'll wake up and if he does, if he'll even have the memory to remember who he is. That's big. That's big news. That means the possibility that if he wakes up in season two, he could be the villain. He could be the main villain. In a way, he kind of was for season one, but there was a bunch of other stuff going on that... You know, like uh, William Rawlins, you know, the main CIA dude behind Project Cerberus and all the corruption and the drugs and everything that was going on there that, that Frank tried to take down this season. William Rawlins, <laughs> I'll, I'll put it to you this way, and it's going to sound very corny, the Punisher definitely punished him. That is for sure. So, Rollins is out of the picture. Jigsaw slash, you know, Billy Russo. He is the only one left alive out of this. So, 
you know, I would I would be very surprised if he's not the main villain of season two or has some part to play in it. Some part to play. Especially when he finds out, if he does have memory loss and he comes to find out that the Punisher did that to him, you know that there's going to be some bad crap happening there. And of course, you know, I'll also speak a little bit about Deborah Ann Wall. Deborah Ann Wall returns to reprise her role as Karen Page, known from Daredevil Season 1 and Season 2. Deborah Ann Wall is more widely known for her role as Jessica Hamby on True Blood. True Blood has, you know, True Blood took the world by storm on HBO. That's no longer going, obviously, and then she saw other work and bam. Right then and there, she's on Daredevil Season 1. She plays a really good character, and Karen's character, you know, Karen's uh, role in Season 1 is mainly of a sort to make people realize that Frank is still a human being. He's still a person. He still has feelings. He still has a heart. He's not just some mindless, cold-blooded murderer. He has a point. He has a purpose for why he does what he does, and... Deborah's Karen Page brings that out. They have this connection, this dark connection with each other that, you know, they can understand each other. She feels like she can be honest with him and that's why that's why when they get together on the same screen and they're talking, you really can sense that connection, you really see that connection and that is just that's great. There's chemistry there and that's that's important. You know, and it definitely says something about John Bernthal's uh, personality when he can sit there, walk on to any screen, you know, walk on to any set with any amount of other actors and actresses and just hit it off with them. You know, in the sense of having great chemistry with each of the cast members that creates great dynamic, great scenes. And honestly, guys, The Punisher Season 1... You know, it's not an origin story. You got that in season two of Daredevil. So if you need, you know, the Netflix Punisher origins, go to season two of Daredevil. Watch it. You won't be disappointed. Season one of the Punisher fleshes him out a little bit more. It gives him more of a dynamic that you didn't really get from season two of Daredevil. So... That's it for this podcast, you guys. Netflix, The Punisher, Season 1. You got Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones, Season 2. For sure, coming up. You have Daredevil, Season 3, most likely. And we know that The Punisher, Season 2, is coming. The question is when. That's it for this podcast, you guys. This has been BC Mitten. See you later.